0: Welcome to this bonus episode, guys. We are addressing some marketing and communication issues that our clients and listeners have asked. I'm Peter, the student marketer, and I'm with Trett from Mr. Goodall. Today we're hanging out and talking about
1: understanding how to live into your values, how failing helps sharpen your values, and we're going to get personal with our failures. With all that said, let's get personal.
0: Our friends over at Suitably were gracious enough to help our listeners with a limited time offer on their custom suiting needs.
1: Follow Hangout Talks and Suitably on IG and use promo code HANGOUT2020, that is H-A-N-G-O-U-T 2020, at suitably.com to get $20 off your custom suits, which also contributes to improving Hangout Talks podcast. All right, so... We have a lot of requests for help with marketing and communication. So we wanted to do an episode addressing some of those issues, but feel free. If you need further help, please feel free to contact us. We're definitely open to help you and just even hop on a 30 minute call. And speaking of some of the requests were regarding values and failures.
0: Yeah. Values and failures were probably like the biggest ones I'd say like that, that we heard of because it was, something that like it's a very fine line a lot of companies will list values for example like oh we have integrity compassion dedication but then they have a problem carrying that through whether it's management or leadership or anything like that i'd say it's a very interesting topic for sure and i think something that people would need to keep in mind is with those values they change because A lot of people fall into that kind of like that idea of comparison, like, you, you know, like when you're with another client, you want to switch to meet that clients or that ideal of what you should be, or in quotes, judgment scale of like how you should be. And, you know, it's critical for, you know, any business or person to, you know, if you value certain things, if you're a compassionate person, show that you're compassionate, help people out every single time instead of like, you know, clients like. You're going to switch like, yeah, I'll make you more money. If that's not you, if you're just there to like, hey, I'll help you, then stick to I'll help you. Like you don't have to switch your mindset to that client's mindset or that employee's mindset or to anybody's mindset to stick to genuinely who you are and other companies and clients, people will see that and they'll draw to you. So any biggest lesson is that any value you write down has to be a connection to you too so it can't be just something you pulled out of your butt because you're like oh i saw that other company say that
1: <laughs> no that's, uh, <laughs> like that, that's good like, that you brought it up yeah you can't just straight pull it out from there uh, uh yeah because yeah. we you know when we are trying to replicate their success or like envy their success we sometimes just take their wording for stuff that we don't even understand if it, even if it fits or seeing if it fits or not Uh, We just kind of take what they put on their website. Oh yeah, they they care about the customers. We care about our customers too. We do this, we do that. And it it does come down to, you know, that the difference between what you say online and what you tell your potential candidates in the job interview portion and all that, what you say and what you actually follow through is what you said, right, Peter? Like how you follow through.
0: It's true because if you think about a lot of companies who at the end of the day, like when they, you sit down and ask them what's your value you're like uh they they take a long time to say it they're like uh they give you that long um because they don't know what it is to like i think you we were talking about this how to live your life with your values and your company should be made around your values it's your values for a reason
1: and that just goes into you know like kind of our fields and uh as a communication consultant i I have to look at that because mm-hmm. the leader has their values, but it has to carry through all different department of the company of a whole. Um,
0: mm-hmm. of the yeah, whole. no. So fuel you. Cause likewise, marketing wise, that's what people fail to do. A lot of the times is a lot of the times they'll make ads that have nothing to do with their values whatsoever. And people think they can just design or like create a video or an ad and just looks cool. But, what does that have to do with your values in the, the day? Does it show a side of your value? Most of the time, probably not.
1: Yeah. No. And, and it's just kind of is coming, coming down to like recognizing that through each level. And that's where the marketing, the communication comes in and just mm-hmm. expanding on the value part. I, I, I know you mentioned earlier, kind of living into it. And this, this great mm-hmm. thing, like I, back in grad school, my teacher, who is a consultant, had, to, had us do this exercise in class as from Brene Brown. I'm sure our listener, you definitely heard of Brene Brown. Uh, big influence in my life. Uh, we did a worksheet called Living Into Your Values, right? So we're kind of going through There's a whole list of values that you'll go through. A whole bunch of things that that is listed on there. And then you go through and select two. And then we expand on those. And honestly, that was the first time I actually look at something like that and try to really I question myself, what are my values? i live give you some context. I was... 31 at the time. And I was looking at this whole list, like, where am I on this? Like, wh- which one is it? So we did the exercise, of course, and we had to distill it down. Um, is what she had us do. Like pick one, but then pick down actions that get you that point. Why are you picking that? Like keep going down layers and layers, keep peeling off the layers until you get to one thing that all those values, all those hard work gets you there. Like all those actions get you that one value and um, it makes you, Pinpoint it, write it down, and then you find out what is going against it. Like, honestly, what is going against it? And that, that was very important in understanding the values part. And I clearly understand mine and, you know, we'll expand on it later and how kind of some of those, you know, screwed up a little
0: bit. Oh, no, it's good, good stories. But like, hey, if you have problems with your values or identifying what your values are, contact us. We will break them down for you and we'll go through like a whole list. Like Tret said, not a huge list, but at least you'll have a list of values that you think you have and we'll break it down. Like Tret said, most of us go through lives without realizing what our values are.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And we'll help you just distill it and down, even if it takes 10 minutes, whatever amount of time it takes, uh, I, we both think is very vital. Uh, you know, yeah, authenticity, right? You want to be true to what, who you are, honestly, and it's okay to have certain things. I know speaking of myself, I have financial stability as one of them. And that was awkward saying it because uh, everybody in class that time was saying growth and something else, but I was like financial stability. It's not just about the money. It's like how did I get to the financial stability part It's all these actions. Hard work is under there. Uh, Growth is under there. Uh, Financially cautious is under there. So a few examples, you know,
0: yeah. Security is a, is a good one, mm-hmm. know, like financial security. Or just being secure in general is a, is a great value that you have. But like, it's interesting, you know, for me, that that's a question I boiled down my whole life. What are my values for me? I think it was compassion security. Like that's the whole things that my life is wrapped around. But the funny thing is, speaking of besides me and Tret, a lot of people we consult with, they say like, our, yeah, we value financial security. But then the opposite side, they're spending like, oh, I want the expensive car. I want this. I want this. I want this. It's like that huge want in capital letters. And then like, how is that going to help you make you financially secure? Because you're spending so much on things that you think are values, but you're valuing something materialistic. And that's that's not a value. That brings me into the idea that like, you know, a lot of people, Want to chase this idea of materialism or fame, if you will, and it's uncontrollable. Like we need to get out of that that mindset of like, okay, I need this fancy car, I need this, I need this. The honest truth that is, you know, like you don't control if you become famous or not. Like if you look at like actors and actresses, they just did what they loved and then or like they built the business for that because they loved to do it, and then fame came with it because they built they made something that solved people's problems so they were risen up to that level but they never asked to be rich or if they did that's a different story but generally majority of the time people aren't asked to be like okay oh i want to be this famous guy because it's not going to happen you don't control who you you get to be famous or you get to have this or be secure or or not like it's uncontrollable
1: fame shows the Good size, right? Like they show the good side of fame on exactly. all channels. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you, don't, you should question, is it even right for you? Do you want to get mobbed at the mall? You want to go out and eat and have 10, 15 photographers taking pictures of you. Of yeah. course, there's levels of ce- celebrities that you can choose from,
0: not choose from, sorry, that you go yeah. into, but uh, is it really Speaking right for like you? General, like a general business idea. You know, mm, yeah. like a lot of like, we see this in our communities. I've consulted with a couple of them. You, they reach to a certain level where they're like, oh, I'm making a lot of money. Like I have my own salon. I have my own restaurant. I'm making money. Like I'm making like probably like, oh, 6,000 to 10,000 per week. Great. But then you, they come into the ideas that I have all this money. I'm going to spend it. I want fame. That's I'm a celebrity. I need these luxury items to fill this void. But they don't realize one big thing is that starts to cut into your values. Because I'm pretty sure most people who when they started this entrepreneurial journey was like, oh, well, I want to be financially secure and have a good, healthy life. But then that switched because you got greedy. No.
1: And it's, you know, it's a slippery slope, uh, which we will go into some of our failures because it, it leads into that and it comes down to a lot of things like uh once you have that you're just like because it's so accessible by then like that you just start buying stuff yeah and well,
0: you're conditioned to think that way too because like i know for a marketing field that like, purposely make you buy things we want you to buy things <laughs> it's no, <an> world. <laughs> no 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 it is it is it is and and, and
1: you know like you, you want things when you get there and that that's the part of it and which leads me into you know for everybody that listened to our Halloween episode, we talked a little bit about failures at the end Uh, after all the scary stories, you know, those fun stuff with CJ and Luke. (laughs) Uh, So we talked about some of those failures and yeah, let's uh, we we want to like expand on some of those and some that wasn't included in the episode as a bonus. So um, I I know you have some Peter.
0: Oh, I do. But I'd say, especially speaking of failures, I think the biggest thing is you have to be thankful too, because we're going into Thanksgiving and, you know, honestly, we need these failures to grow. So keep that in mind. Failures do help you realize what your values are. So keep, keep that in mind. So if you're listening to this episode, you realize that, like, okay, I'm that person they're talking about. Like, it's okay. Like, don't get mad. Realize it's like, it's part of life.
1: Yeah. And don't get mad at us for bringing it up either. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. So don't, don't sit in the car or wherever you're at and be like, no, the, Trent and Peter here. Jeez
0: yeah because we've all been there for sure, like we've been you know we've heard, we've been a part of those that group that have been mocked by mockers, and we say like they always tell me uh, tell us that you're like you know you're naive, you're stupid, why aren't you chasing after the money or like the fame the the ideal life you know, and then the sad thing is like that those mockers they kill your value, you know, like it's hard to ignore those negative people they're around there's a lot of them especially nowadays when especially as you get older you get attuned to so many people that you see those things that you see everything that's wrong
1: yeah no exactly i i love that point because they do like right like you once you experience enough of it 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 wears down on you and then you start doing things that goes against your values just to shut them up to you know i just frankly said it uh so let's say you go out and buy an expensive car just to show them you made it and then they slowly back away because they're like, oh, okay, they made it. But if your financial stability is one of your values, it goes against it. And then, therefore, you're going against your own values just to make somebody not say anything anymore. So yeah. that's what, this is what I'm understanding.
0: No, which is that's absolutely correct because if you i think a lot of us don't realize that we're doing this but we're always trying like we we talked a lot about this in the past one upping someone you always want to one up some person because they pissed you off like and you're like man like looking i'm just gonna do it just because i want to show this person that i can do it i'm gonna had a talk with a friend back then she was like hey i'm just gonna buy this luxury bag because these girls piss me off they keep showing off their bags i'm gonna show them that i can do it and i'm like no 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 it's not worth it it's no it's really not worth it
1: you know you can get an expensive bag but you gotta have money to put in it uh, yeah, so are I, you I, gonna I, use I, it
0: like, <laughs> like you have so many bags like are you gonna use it or is just to prove a point it's not yeah. worth it and, and so you're destroying and, your values just because of these girls that piss you off it wasn't and, worth it
1: and we understand, ladies, we understand how important those bags are for you. So we're not going to dig in too, too much, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, that is one of the points. Because uh, we know <laughs> hey, we ladies, you love your bags.
0: Just to say, I love your bags. I wish I could have a purse, but there's not such... Well, there is a such thing as a Merce, but I don't like carrying stuff in my hands a lot. So props to you. I do love bags. Just, just to put that out there. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know. Uh, personally, I love a reasonable, you know, cost bag. Uh, but it is what it is. So you can blame us on our technology and the other stuff that we buy. So it's all good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) and moving into the next part, I guess I know Peter mentioned those and going back to your values. And I always say to as well, and as I mentioned to my other clients the other day is, uh, when you find yourself, like you feel like you're failing, go back to your why, uh, really be curious about that. Sit back and question why you're here in the first place or why you even started this journey in the first place. That, if you have a strong enough why, it'll get you to where you need to go and get over that hump. But if you don't have a strong enough why, uh, then you may have to take some time to build and strengthen that foundation before you move forward. And it's okay, you're back and forth, back and forth. It's all right. Um, and I know for knowing Peter so long, I, I know there's many things that you can call them failures. We're fine with that. You know, we failed a lot of things. And uh, I'm, I know Peter went through a, a few, right? Oh, several. Like, I think
0: several. I oh, think okay. So then, yeah, you went through a lot, Peter. There's so a many. lot. <laughs> so many. Like <laughs> I, I think the biggest things for me, like startup companies, I jumped in, in college You know, the idea of being a business person and starting something, I always went head on into it. I did a bunch of startups in sophomore year of college. Jumped onto that. The title was intriguing. The pay in the future sounded intriguing. So I jumped on that, but the leadership wasn't there. Or they were like, I realized they were kind of like selfishly doing it for their own purposes of that field. And jumping when I fast forward, starting my own startup company, when you start getting into you know investors and having people who are actually going into investing in your company like sometimes you know you think about like okay how can i keep my company financially secure or keep going but then you don't realize that opposite happens that you really wanted so your why becomes or your values becomes blurred because you will sacrifice that and put other people's values on top of your values so you can gain that credibility or that security from them which is not which is financial security at the end of the day and that just destroys who you are your company and your your people see that and they start leaving so i think that's that's one of the biggest things and of course this for me and then yeah lots lots and lots of failures even you know speaking of like good failures i say the biggest failure i think Back to our Halloween episode, actually, Good Failure is my director with that hatchet. Like, he, like, he is the scariest guy. Like, imagine that a guy is holding a hatchet, like, sitting there, like, every time, like, Hey, welcome, Peter. Boom. (laughs) At the door, like, how are you? Yeah, I failed at a project and that led to me, him calling up the office, like, Hey, you failed, but that was a great failure. You stood up to me, you stood up to everyone. Saying that you that, you know, you don't agree with this and in the end of the day you failed to beat me, but I respect that. I'd like to be your mentor.
1: You brought up a good point where that failure actually helped set you up with a mentor, you know, that you still talk to to this day. Yeah. Uh, so that that's you know, short term failure, that feeling, yeah, is there. It's it sucks and it pains you but once you get over that a little bit you definitely will see there's a silver yeah. lining there that you definitely see and it, exactly. it will it's that
0: silver lining that you realize like your values you, you know like i think it's like it boils back down to who you really are like even with this covid thing i'd say like we both are in a situation where we don't have much like we've i know for me especially i lost a lot like position and everything but it goes, but it's a lesson that teaches us to go back to what your what are your values that you, yeah. that genuinely deep down, what are they?
1: And it's uh yeah no during this time too I I realized you know speaking of going against your values as I mentioned before is financial stability, uh so I guess story time for that part of the failure is one of mine that I recognize and you know it's been years but I really hit me hard quite recently was a. Back in 2017, you know, I had a 12-year-old car that I almost drove it to the ground. It, it went for 12 years, and I had a stable job, and I upgraded. So I went ahead and just let's uh, buy a 2018 Audi. You know, let's let's go, let's go up there. Uh, I'm there. Uh, I had the money for it. I, I was a good point in my life. I can pay, make the payments. I want to, and part of it is I don't want to wait until I'm retired for me to experience this a nicer car, but another story, another time. And So I went ahead and just did it. Flash forward to now, this is 2020, and the financial situation and everything that's coming about, I I realized, do I need a fancy car to get me from point A to point B that is just draining money? Just think about the sticker prices, think about the insurance, think about the monthly payments, think about all these things that comes with it that was not in my mind then. Just for, you know, the name or uh, the feeling that you get for driving. But it really comes down to financial stability. That's what keeps me going. And that was going against it. So uh, recently sold it and looking for something else. Uh, and no, I'm not looking for 2021 or anything like that. Uh, not, not going there. <laughs> you sure you don't want to go to the Tesla? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, 20. I'm going back and going back. And, uh, you know, that financial stability where my fiance and I are looking for or have a, have a contract on a house. Uh, you know, so that is bigger for me. Cause that's my other ones. My, the joy, uh, my fiance brings me joy, everything that comes, my family brings me joy and you know, my friends and honestly, yeah, I'd rather have money in my pocket than just something I'm driving around that just depreciates as, as time goes on. So, mm-hmm. um, that's one of the failures I, I failed to recognize early on in the game and, mm-hmm. you know, can't go back mm-hmm. now, but now you're much better moving forward.
0: Exactly. No, you reminded me of like, a you know, speaking of like loved ones and significant ones, I remember, you know, this woman I still appreciate today and I'm trying to know who she is, but we're going to keep it down on the DL. No, you didn't want it.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, like, go on.
0: But I appreciate her a lot because I remember like it was a corporate party, like party was going on a weekend. She was at my house, you know, she cleaned my whole room and she waited for me. She was excited for me to come home. She was like, celebrate, like, wow, this is your first big corporate party. You get to you know, meet a lot of people, you know. So I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I, I was excited, but I got carried away because I was doing it to impress, to get that position, to get that higher status or like higher, the feeling that I could like have power to like take over the world. And I had that at the corporate party. And then I was like, but at, to the point where my phone died, I was like, huh, screw that power. Don't need that power. But without my realization, it was three in the morning. My ex was driving around Denver area trying to look for me. And she didn't find me. I drove home probably like, it was like 3.30, 4 a.m. And then I come I come upstairs and I look for her. Oh, she's not there. I come downstairs. She's bawling her eyes out standing there mad, pissed at me and crying. And I remember that was the first first time like a woman has ever like hit me and I felt not physical pain, but like pain in my heart that I was like, what's going on? I was like, and she was like, she was the point where I've never seen a woman cry so hard and feel like she's so done with you. Damn, like I screwed up. I think that was one of the turning points for me where I realized the company that I was with was their values did not align with me. And a lot of the companies I worked with before, same thing, their values did not align with me at all. I was sacrificing my own values and being selfish to make sales, to make, you know, like deals, contracts for companies that I really did not value or was, they were not part of my values at all. Yeah, so big lesson there.
1: No, I love that you brought up family Uh, that, that was, you know, like when you're just trying to push for that next position or the next pay pay raise that the next, next, next uh, you, you know, you sometimes, honestly you do push your family to the side and you don't value those little things or have gratitude about it. And I think we all
0: sacrifice it.
1: Yeah. We, until, you know, until you find out later. And like Peter said, like he put, a lot into it. And I totally understand that because I did the same thing at my job. I, I was there for 10 years and there was, I, I remember there was a funeral service for a family member, a very close one. Right. Uh, so I, I planned it and I was still stubborn about, you know, hard work. This is what hard work is. There's sacrifices, but you know, sometimes you'd make wrong sacrifices. And I only took off a few hours that morning to go attend the funeral service. And, guess what? After that, I left and I went right back to work. Some people may see that as like, oh yeah, he's hardworking doing this. But at that time I was seen at that end. But now, you know, as time progresses, I was like, I, I should have taken a day off to spend the time with the family, not look at it as another appointment and had to get somewhere else and put priority in my work. And that was yeah. definitely going against the values. And, you know, like we're, we're working for that power, working for that money, the title. And yeah. we, we we didn't you know it's family it's family man like it's uh and that's, that's a,
0: that goes back into the value of security too if you think about it because if you i think one of our guests back then christopher cory he said a really good thing was you know like sometimes people think security of money or like they think of it but you know honestly you get paid in so many other different ways that you don't realize too one of the, those big things i see you know is people you know, you're around family, you're around good people. You know, that's payment that cannot be replaced with anything. You know, like money can't buy happiness, and that is true. Or fame or position, whatever it is, power, it's not worth it. You know, it's like you can chase it to the end, but if it really kills down that security, which is really family and closeness to the people you're around with that uplift you, yeah, then it's not worth it.
1: No, because the thing is like, once that's all go away, who's going to be there? I uh, guess what, it's your family. Um, uh, I know exactly how that feels, <laughs> uh, mm. and the family's still there, regardless of what happened years ago. It's, uh, they're still behind myself and behind everybody. And I know Peter's the same too, as well. Um, having that on that side. And I know, do you have another failure I'm
0: hoping for you to share? Oh, yeah, yeah. No worries. I, I think, you know, like another failure is to, like, I think it, well, it kind of ties in everything is like, you know, we spread ourselves way too thin. Like, I think a lot of times we don't realize that, That, you know, like, I think we're going on our cabin trip. We talked about this. So, me, me, Trent and, the, and our friends, we decided to go on a cabin trip. I just kind of spoke briefly on it, but we'll say it for this episode as well as being whole. And a lot of times we don't realize. We don't realize that we're not whole, you know, because we spread ourselves way too thin. We're trying to dip our fingers in so many different things, phone included, like your phones there, your, you know, your laptop, your computer, especially in the world we live in, we're so dispersed. And, you know, the idea is to be like Elon Musk, be like the multitasker, to do multiple things at the same time. But, there's a limit, there's a point where you're like, okay, like this does not align with my schedule or align with my life at all. You're spreading yourself way too thin and it goes into the problems that, you know, we, me, me, Trent and I were talking about and I used to do that. Like I was, I loved the idea of dipping myself into so many projects, so many different, in quotes, communities, and that I, at the end of the day, they all flipped on me and bashed me in the head and at the end of the day the people i neglected family were the people who ended up helping me get back up no it's a not not a story but kind of (laughs) overall tie-in like moral tie-in moral lesson no 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 and
1: then i i totally get that and I, i think and my other part of just other failures uh when i was in, i wouldn't call it corporate role. i ran a small business so it was uh understanding the difference between manager and leader that was huge for me the i failed to recognize that right i i got into the mindset of managing and thinking i was a leader but i was honestly managing it was like uh, managing is you know controlling certain group of individuals are controlling the outcome and trying to get, get us there versus, you know, inspiring them to and, and enabling them uh, and influence them to have grow their abilities to, for all of us to get there. And that, that was what I failed to recognize. And that causes just, uh, you know, like um, creating relationships at work. And I kept that both personal and I, it was, I guess just, you know, work life, personal life, all two separate, but they do intertwine. And the people that i met there, or so they're huge in my life too as well. And, you know, um, and I failed to recognize that early on. And there were some really good people out there that I, you know, I, I still, I, I haven't had the chance to talk to again. And, uh, but that was just recognizing that. And I know man being a manager and versus a leader really affected that and how my mindset was that at back then. And that was a huge failure because that was the relationship. Uh, building relationship and having that because you meet unique people everywhere. You
0: know, and it's a good point because I've been in that position too when you're, you know, a CMO or director or, or manager whatever the position, like, I think we forget that you just focus on leading or in quotes managing really. But you forget that, you know, I think the biggest thing is like, you know, there's so many different leadership styles like really like so many ways to lead and like, but you forget at the end of the day that the best way to lead is just to, to be yourself. Yeah, you can tell people to get tasks done, keep them on task. But like Tred said, the relationships and communicating and just being who you are genuinely, it t- that ties back into your core values. If you're a compassionate person, show that through your leadership. Be like, hey, whenever t- every time you, you see your employee, like, hey, how are you doing? You get this done, like, hey, by the way, how are you? You know, there's many different ways carry that through, especially with if you're a company or a person running a company. Show that, like we said before, being authentic, the genuine you. You know, that's what makes you that leader because you're genuinely who you are. You're showing that through your your actions that you're being who you are. If you're a D or a bad person, that shows too. So, if you're really a good person, show that, and then, if people don't like that you're a good person, well forget it like <laughs> they don't like to be around good people
1: yeah, no man like it's uh it's a small thing in a bigger thing about culture, right that's uh exactly- which we can definitely help if you're experiencing any of that or have some questions about the culture of your work and how that affects how you build a relationship because we know culture really affects how you work some people like to separate work and personal which is i know because i'm that person but and then there's people who work who came from a different culture that all of it at, are in the same right mm-hmm. you hang out with your coworkers, workers all all that and when you go to work you work with friends and building that but you know there's a difference in the cultures and we would love to mm-hmm. anytime contact us let us know that you want to talk about that uh, we can expand on that, or how your company is going, or you have questions how your company is, or need an evaluation in any of those marketing or communication fields. Absolutely. Your
0: foundation is your motivation. Keep that in mind. And that foundation is your community, your values, and your why. That value and that why is, is that foundation. And that will continue to be your motivation. So if you have problems with that, let us know.
1: Yeah. And please, all of our informations are down below in the description. Also, please feel free to Instagram us too. If you find a, a need a way to message us, uh, mine is Mr. Good underscore all.
0: And mine's Peter underscore the suited marketer.
1: And feel free to, you know, DM us and, and we'll get back to you shortly. And while you're there, please don't forget to subscribe, follow, and rate and like Hangout talks on all your podcast listening channels. Uh, you can find this bonus episode along with all the other episodes, and keep an eye out for the new episodes coming out, which we're very excited about too, as well. Yeah, very fun, uh, uh, and especially then, the
0: one coming up. Speaking about like values and like culture and stuff like that, it's, those are good ones coming up. Absolutely,
1: and of course, like we mentioned, our Instagram handles in the description, our email is down there too as well. And thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode, and we hope to have you for our next and future episodes and please feel free to reach out to us and let us know
0: if you have any questions.